everyone. How many times have your friends recommended a vitamin or a treatment or some natural health awesomeness that changed their life? Probably a lot. Blue Hive Health was designed to take that friendship to the next level. On this podcast, Giovanna and Stephanie will spend time debunking myths and introducing you to the latest in health and wellness treatments, all to support you and your family. Welcome to the Blue Hive Healthcast. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Stephanie from Blue Hive Health. What I love about podcasts is the opportunity for for me to learn, to understand new things, to figure things out. Um, so that's exactly what we've aimed to do here with with the Blue Hive Healthcast. And you know, we have a number of amazing practitioners that we are going to meet with over the course of this experience with you. And you know, if you ever have any suggestions, please definitely reach out to us at support at bluehivehealth.com. But in the meantime, who I have for you today is my lovely co-founder um, and co-host and my aunt and one of our lead practitioners, Giovanna Caposa. Hello. Hi. Um, <laughs> all of my titles before, before the actual titles. I know those are like your pre titles before <laughs> the real titles. Um, and the real titles, let, let's just like lay this out on the table here because I needed to write them down. There's so many, um, registered holistic nutritionist, homeopath, bioenergetics practitioner, and a coach. It's just a couple things. Just a couple things. Yeah, just- I'm also a yoga teacher non-practicing at the moment um and probably a couple of other things in there there's at least five more that I can remember hearing you say at the dinner table so you know a lot of people wonder you know what are these things how can I use them to help me what what do I do so why don't we dive into that give me a couple of sentences help me understand what a registered holistic nutritionist is Yeah, registered holistic nutritionist is really someone who looks at nutrition in a very functional way. Uh, Functional nutritionist is another way of saying that. There's a whole other modality uh, called that. It's very similar. There's very little difference. Um, But it's a way of taking nutrition uh, and applying it to each uh, organ system of the body in a way that is medicinal and uh, healing. So when we learned holistic nutritionists, we looked at um, the entire body as well as different pathologies that can come up in the body and what potential nutrient deficiencies or things were missing that we could actually help heal using nutrition and supplementation, etc. So it's looking at nutrition in a very holistic view. A um, little bit different than a dietitian that, um, you know, for the most part is guided by the Canada Food Guide and they have different stipulations on, you know, what they can recommend and what they can't. As a holistic nutritionist, um, literally, as the name suggests, I'm looking at the whole person and the whole body, including the mind body and how stress impacts the body. Okay. Um, homeopath. Yeah, homeopathy is amazing. Um, it's funny. I used to joke that my college that I went to was Hogwarts, but only because all of our remedies have these really funny Latin names. Oh gosh. <laughs> and so it I was going to say because you carried wands around. No, we didn't carry wands. We definitely and... had stethoscopes um, and all the stuff. But it was funny because homeopathic medicines are um, medicines that are made from plants, animals, or minerals. They are the very essence of that plant, animal, or mineral that's been distilled. And each of them, so with homeopathy, what we're doing with each remedy is we are trying to match the current state that the patient is in with the uh, complementary state 
of a medicine or a remedy, as we call them, in order to stimulate the body's own healing abilities. Um, and so remedies can be used acutely. So for example, if you have like a hangover or food poisoning or, um, you know, a headache, cold and flu, et cetera. And they could also, why have we never talked about this before? I went through all of university and grad school without knowing what my hangover remedy I could have totally educated you. I'm sorry about that. Holy shit. I'll make up for it. I promise. Okay. So anyway, so you could use them acutely, um, or you can use them what we call constitutionally, which means. Uh, you would sit down as my patient. I would literally do a two to three hour case taking and get right into it with you. And I'm not just looking at physically what's wrong with you. So I'm not just looking at like your knee hurts and you have asthma and like, you know, I don't know, you're allergic to bees. I'm not just looking at the physical component. I'm actually diving deep into what is your view of the world? What is your perception of your own world and your own reality? And how does that affect your mental, emotional state? How does that affect the stress and how it processes in the body. And from that, I prescribe a remedy. And the remedies are beautiful because they're energetic substances. And they there it's a whole system of addressing your body, you know, like literally mind, body, and your essence. Um, and they really help a person transform. And I've actually seen, you know, not only patients, you know, their depression gets better or they start to feel they're handling stress better or they're handling their mother-in-law better. Um, but I've just actually seen, um, people evolve as the remedy starts to work. Very cool. All right. Um, okay. Let's rapid fire the rest of these out. Bioenergetics practitioner. Yeah. Bioenergetics is an umbrella term with, uh, about working with the energy of the body, bio meaning body, energetics meaning energy. So bioenergetics is a big umbrella term, meaning that I work with the subtle energy of your body, very much like homeopathy, by the way. Um, but the device and the equipment that I use is similar to electroacupuncture, except I don't use needles. And I work by, um, not only introducing, um, energies to your body's energetic system, but also clearing energy blockages that might be in those acupuncture points. Amazing. Oh my God. Without the needles, without the needles. I know. Um, okay. Coaching. What is coaching? Coaching. Yeah. Coaching is an interesting one because, uh, so the comparison is like, what's the difference in coaching and therapy? I would say the coaching difference is that with coaching, you have, this is what I describe to my clients is that I'm your partner in your greater becoming, whatever that might be. So if you come to me and you're like, look, this is, I'm having trouble in this area of my life. I'm struggling in my relationship or I'm having issues with work and my boss or whatever it might be. Our um, goal is to work together at number one, clearing up whatever um, blocks in your stress or emotions, or even your perceptions, the way that you're viewing your world is actually creating this stress for you but also teaching you tools and techniques on how to handle this stress better, um, get to whatever, let's say you're, you want to get to a promotion at work, but all this stuff's coming up, you've got fears, et cetera, working through that. Um, the way that I approach coaching is less about creating, I know a lot of coaches are about create, create strategy, let's create the plan and let's get you there, right? Um, I really approach coaching very differently. In fact, a lot of my clients would say I have a psychotherapeutic type of coaching um, because I'm actually working with what's happening with the client's deep inner world. So for example, currently, this will be a new one to add to the list, Steph, I'm getting certified as a mind-body therapist. And that is... Five things, ladies and gentlemen. Five. Five. (laughs) 
Five, five things. Five okay. Things. But as a mind body therapy coach, what I'm looking at is, you know, helping you process trauma through your body, helping you process stress and helping you move to a place of greater resilience in your life, wherever that might be. Um, again, coaching and therapy difference. I'd say coaching is more forward thinking and more forward moving, whereas therapy focuses on, you know, healing a lot of the past. All right. So you have a couple things under your belt. Just a couple. Yeah. You know, you a few, a few years of experience and I, by a few years, I mean like over 20. Um, so that's fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Now you showed my age. That's okay. <laughs> with, with age comes uh, lots of knowledge. So as, as you can imagine, um, we're, we're so happy to have you being a co-founder of Blue Hive Health. And I think it's essential to develop our business. But what you see here from all the practices is a very mind-body approach to everything that you do. Extremely. And so why did you choose why did you choose these things? What helped you decide that, hey, okay, I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. I think now I need to go become a homeopath. Yeah. Like, what what made you decide to continue your uh, growth and learning and keep going in the way that you did? This is probably one of my favorite questions to answer because it helps me think of my mentor, Betty, who I love to this day. Um, Betty, I discovered when I was like, I just barely turned 19. And I had been reading a lot of different spiritual books. And I was really asking a lot of questions. Even at a young age, I was asking a lot of really profound why questions and just trying to understand myself and how I reacted to things and how I felt about certain things. And I very early on was trying to understand my body and trying to understand why I did certain things. And, you know, I, I very transparently shared this on other podcasts as well. Like I've always struggled with my weight since I could remember. And I was always curious to understand why someone would struggle with their weight and other people wouldn't or like why did that person have cancer and they did the exact same thing that that person did and I I really tried to struggle to understand this so I discovered Betty in my spiritual search and she became a spiritual mentor to me and she's the first person that introduced this concept to me that there is no separation from the mind and the physical body and in fact there's no separation even from the mind and the physical world that you know so you think you create and you know, literally what we experience and observe in our bodies and in our external world are a manifestation of thought. And at first I was like, what? I was 19 years old. You can imagine that I could not have this conversation with any of my contemporaries because they were all like, what are you into? Like, what, who are you seeing? Um, but these concepts started being introduced to me and there was something deep inside of me that knew them to be true. There was something inside of me that was like, this has, this is the truth. Like there is no separation from the mind and body. Now, of course, fast forward all these years. And, um, we now know through science that, you know, stress, 90% of all disease is actually caused by stress in the environment, stress in your mind, stress in, you know, and so now we're seeing this and now we have like proof of this, but back when it was still woo woo, um, <laughs> I was very interested in this. So I, wanted to learn about how my body worked, hence going into school for nutrition. I very quickly and almost accidentally discovered homeopathy through a very wild experience of my own. And then I Don't just, worry, guys. I'll save that for one of our future podcasts. Yeah. Wild experience and well, homeopathy. It's actually not what one would think of when they think of homeopathy. Right? I know. Well, I'll give you I'll give you the reader's digest version is I was seeing a naturopath and it she gave me these two white little pellets and she said that 
I was carrying a lot of repressed anger. She was working on my liver, but she said the liver is an organ of anger that holds anger. And in Chinese medicine, they believe similar. So she said, I'm going to give you these two little pellets and I want you to take them after work um, because we want to help like lift up some of that repressed anger. And so I looked at these two little pellets and I was like, so you got to be kidding the me. The pellets were made to cheer up your liver. The, the pellets were made to re- release repressed anger and cheer up okay. my liver. Okay, right? great. And I'm looking at these two things. Like <laughs> if there's one thing I am above anything else is I'm a skeptic first. And the reason I got into all these things is because I was a skeptic first. And then I was like, I'm going to go learn about it. And then I got hooked. So anyway, I got these two little white pellets. I'm like, what the hell are these going to do? They're just, they look like sugar pills. Like this isn't going to do anything. She's like, just humor me. Just please, you know, don't take them while you're at work. Take them after work. I was like, whatever, fine. So I leave work. I was working, um, um, in a, in the, with the federal police at the time, I was going to say a corporate job, but it's not corporate. Um, anyway, so I'm, I was working there and I took them after work in the car. And by the time I drove home from the office, I got into the driveway. I was sobbing hysterically. I was, she didn't tell me the reaction they were going to have. Cause some people are like, Oh, was that psychosomatic? Cause she told you it was going to happen. She told me nothing. She just told me about the liver and the repressed anger. I was sobbing. I was angry. And of course I called Betty who had studied a bit of homeopathy. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And she's like, what, what would you take? What's going on? So then she explained to me what the effect of the remedy is and what it does and that it rele- releases repressed anger and that I probably just took too high a dose. So that's how I became a believer. And then I, I bought every book I could find on homeopathy because I was like, I need to know what the hell was in these little white pills and why I had this reaction. So that's how I ended up in homeopathy school after nutrition. So fun fact, everybody. <laughs> While Giovanna was in homeopathy school, I thought, why not try being her one of her first student patients? And I had a, a wild experience of my own. But before I even took any of the pills or tried any of the remedies... She had me in a room, guys, in a room that was like, imagine like this, this like, I don't know, like miniature classroom. I don't know there if was, I remember the punchline of this story. No. I'm like, what was there, I doing with okay. you in a room? It was like this gray room. There was no windows. It was just two chairs and a desk. And she sat there and she had a stack of papers. I'm like, what the hell am I walking into? She, this is my aunt guys. Like, so she knows a lot about me. She asked me questions. I didn't even ask myself yet. So she asked me so many questions in this room and I'm sitting there and she's writing furiously. She's barely looking up at me. She's taking all of these notes. She's asking a question and just writing so much down. I left that experience exhausted. Hadn't taken a remedy yet, guys. I hadn't gotten to the bawling in my car phase. My my liver was still holding on to whatever it was holding on to. Anyways, it was pretty incredible. And we'll definitely talk about like first patient experiences in the future. But um, that's incredible. So you obviously wanted, your goal was to have this mind-body experience. You wanted to not only um, experience the benefits, but you also wanted to help others experience the benefits. Well, yeah, because once I started learning about it, I'm, I'm very much an evangelist when I love something. And I was having all these amazing results that I was sharing with people. And so then it sort of became the next logical thing that I would help people in this way. The same thing with the bioenergetics. I started off, you know, I found this ad in a paper about someone who, um, would be able to help me with my food sensitivities. And I was like, well, this is baloney. You can't really, cause I had gone to nutrition school and I know what the IgG antibody does. And like, I knew, I knew what happens in the body with like food sensitivities and 
you know, nobody can clear that, right? Like I had this belief. And then I saw this ad in, in this article in a, in a magazine and I thought, well, that's interesting. Again, skeptic first, but I was intrigued enough to say, okay, well, I want to try that. So I remember I went to go see this practitioner on the Danforth who did bioenergetic residence, which is by the bioenergetics I do. And she decided to do a food sensitivity test for me. And um, soy came up as a problem, which I already knew because I definitely, anytime I had anything with any little bit of soy, no matter how small, I would have gut-wrenching stomach pains. And I was like, all right. She's like, well, which one of these would you like us to work on today using the bioenergetics? And I was like, let's do soy because, you know, cocky me. I'm like, yeah, let's see if we can clear that, right? Because I knew that I had a severe reaction to that. Um, so I, she cleared, cleared, right. She, she balanced it using the bioenergy, um, using the machine and, uh, the acupuncture points on my face. And I went downstairs to the carrot commons in on the Danforth. And I went to Timothy's and I ordered myself a soy latte <laughs> because I needed to test it immediately because I wanted to know. And I remember thinking, well, I'm going to have this soy latte and I can time it down to a T how long it's going to take me to start having gut-wrenching stomach pains. And I remember I drove all the way home. It was a 20 or 25 minute car ride. I finished the latte, which was delicious. I got home, I went about my evening and I had no stomach pain. And again, that's when I became a believer and I was like, I need to find out more about this. And that's how I went to go learn about it to practice it. So you've talked about allergies. You've talked about weight loss. You've talked about stress and anger. You've talked about an approach to food that is holistically approaching each of the organs in a a different way. You've talked about food sensitivities. There's so many things that these modalities that you practice can support. So if I'm, I'm a potential new client how do I think about making the right choice? Like what, what are some of the other things that I like, what are some of the things that I should consider coming to, you know, a homeopath or a mind body therapy coach or bioenergetics practitioner for like, talk to me about some of the common patients you see. Um, so first of all, I want to say that for anything that ails you, you can attempt one of these modalities because none of them are that I've experienced restricted by like, oh no, I can't fix this. So obviously if you have an emergent condition and you've broken your leg, please don't come see me as a homeopath. I could support you after and helping you, um, you know, Yes, please Heal. go to the hospital. Please go to the hospital, right? This is this is um, complementary medicine. So, so if you're telling me if I'm dealing with um, anxiety issues that I can go see a homeopath. Yeah. And I would venture to say, if you're dealing with anxiety, you could see a nutritionist, you could see a homeopath, you can see someone with, for, with bioenergetics, and you can even see a coach because and- all of those will address some layer of anxiety, which is what I love about what we do here and how we package things up. What about digestive issues? Yes. No. For either? Yes. For any of these things? Yeah, all four. Okay. Absolutely. I see people with, di- I've seen people with digestive issues over my career. I've seen people with allergies, with chronic pain. I've seen people, uh, like right now I focus definitely on, you know, supporting women through midlife and hormones. Uh, but I also support men in that capacity as well. I've t- treated people, uh, or helped people rather, um, with all different manner of different things. Because essentially, when you're working with someone from this perspective, so with energy uh, medicine, which homeopathy falls under, bioenergetics falls under, with energy medicine, you're working with the totality of that human being. And you're starting at the most basic level, which is energy. Everything starts as energy before it moves into matter. 
So you can start right at that basic level. With nutrition, I mean, it's highly, it's one of the most, I would say, neglected things that doctors look at when they're looking at basic things with their patients. So if you have someone who has anxiety, for example, or is dealing with a lot of chronic stress, rather than immediately jumping to, let's say, a medication, which is suitable in a lot of cases as a bridge, right, to get you to the next level, um, why not look at how much sugar they're consuming, or, you know, what kind of diet they have. And just taking out processed sugars and processed foods and supporting their organ systems through nutrition and supplementation. I've seen wonders happen with people. This excites me beyond words. This is exactly why we created this company. And this is exactly what I want our listeners to, to hear is that this is not a one and done silver bullet approach to healing and health. Your, your health is a journey and staying healthy throughout your life means that you're going to experience a lot of different things. Even just naturally having different hardships means that you're going to have different stress levels at different times. But being able to address it from a nutritional perspective, um, a mind and mental state perspective, and also looking at like blockages and like this whole mind body approach to healing is exactly what excites me the most. And I think having one person, which is kind of rare that has all of these certifications to be able to approach this world is pretty incredible. Well, what do you go? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, I wanted to add in there cause we didn't talk about the coaching aspect. So I got into coaching because even though I was practicing very much at a holistic, you know, alternative medicine doctor, uh, with all of these things under that umbrella, right. I was still in the paradigm, even though I had studied all this stuff, even though I knew that it was true that there was a mind-body connection, I was still very much focusing on a paradigm of helping people with physical issues. So throughout my eight years of having my clinical practice, I was definitely being a Mrs. Fix-It, right? Like I was fixing people's physical issues, their allergies, their this, their that. And I, I got really burnt out after eight years and I felt unfulfilled and I didn't know why. And I got into coaching because I wanted to address the mind. I wanted to address, you know, how the mind works and how our perception creates our reality and, and, and all of that sort of thing. And after, you know, six, seven years of doing that on its own, I realized, wait a second, my clients are actually struggling with biological, physical things that are happening. Oh, wait, I forgot. I have knowledge on that. And so I really got hands-on, like you cannot compartmentalize the human being. You cannot just focus on their mind and how they think, or you cannot just focus on their body holistically or otherwise. You have to bring the two together, which is why, you know, hence I mentioned the mind-body therapy because it is bringing those worlds together. And like you said, it is why we started this company because we can't compartmentalize human beings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I love all of this. I'm really excited about what it is that you're able to do and able to help people. If you had to give um, our listeners one piece of advice as they're thinking about testing this world out and trying something new, let's say somebody's never engaged with kind of a mind-body holistic practitioner before, what is one piece of advice that you would give them as they're making their choices? Oh, that's such a good question. You know, the the, the answer that came to mind right away um, comes from the way I experienced this world and learned about this world. It's be discerning, right? Be skeptical to a point because I think that's healthy to be healthy, skeptical, or discerning, but also be really open-minded 
Because I, what my experience is that there's a lot of people that would benefit from this world that might perhaps just not understand it and say, nope, I don't understand it and close the door. Whereas if you, if you were open-minded and you just like allowed yourself a peek into it and experience it in a way that feels comfortable and right for you, I think that it could be just a whole new world opening up for you. So yes, be discerning. Yes, have whatever skepticism you may have, because that's how I started, right? That's how I was. Mm -hmm. But I was also open-minded enough to want to try things and listen to that part of yourself that tells you what the truth is, always. Because once you start to experience something, I've had so many patients come to me that were a little bit hesitant, not kind of sure, but they thought, I'm going to try this. I'm going to be open-minded. And once you see the results and once you're on the other end of it and you feel better, even if you can't explain why or how you got there, the important thing is that you had an open mind, you trusted, and eventually you got in, you were well you became well. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Now, I think this is really great to get to know the professional side of you and really dive into that. Cool. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue Hive HealthCast. For more information on our programs or on what you've learned here today, contact us by visiting bluehivehealth.com.